श्रवनम डायरीज पॉडकास्ट Hare Krishna we are continuing to read Bhagavad Gita as it is the book by His Divine Grace Abhay Charanaravinda Bhaktivedanta Swami Srila Prabhupada chapter 17 Divisions of Faith text 4 Yajante satvika devan yaksharaksham sirajasaha pritam bhuta ganam shchanye yajante tamasajana Men in the mode of goodness worship the demigods. Those in the mode of passion worship the demons, and those in the mode of ignorance worship ghosts and spirits. Purport. In this verse, the supreme personality of Godhead describes different kinds of worshippers according to their external activities. According to scriptural injunctions, only the supreme personality of Godhead is worshipable. but those who are not very conversant with or faithful to the scriptural injunctions worship different objects according to their specific situations in the modes of material nature those who are situated in goodness generally worship the demigods the demigods include brahma shiva and others such as indra chandra and the sun god there are various demigods those in goodness worship a particular demigod for a particular purpose similarly those who are in the mode of passion worship the demons we recall that during the second world war a man in calcutta worshiped hitler because thanks to that war he had amassed a large amount of wealth by dealing in the black market similarly those in the modes of passion and ignorance generally select a powerful man to be god they think that anyone can be worshiped as god and that the same results will be obtained now it is clearly described here that those who are in the mode of passion worship and create such gods and those who are in the mode of ignorance in darkness worship dead spirits sometimes people worship at the tomb of some dead man sexual service is also considered to be in the mode of darkness similarly in remote villages in india there are worshipers of ghosts we have seen that in india the lower class people sometimes go to the forest and if they have knowledge that a ghost lives in a tree they worship that tree and offer sacrifices these different kinds of worship are not actually god worship god worship is for persons who are transcendentally situated in pure goodness in the shrimad bhagavatam 4.3.23 it is said satvam vishudam vasudeva shabditam when a man is situated in pure goodness he worships vasudeva the purport is that those who are completely purified of the material modes of nature 
and who are transcendentally situated can worship the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The impersonalists are supposed to be situated in the mode of goodness, and they worship five kinds of demigods. They worship the impersonal Vishnu form in the material world, which is known as philosophized Vishnu. Vishnu is the expansion of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, but the personalists, but the impersonalists, talking about impersonalists, because they do not ultimately believe in the Supreme Personality of Godhead, they imagine that the Vishnu form is just another aspect of the impersonal Brahman. Similarly, they imagine that Lord Brahma is the impersonal form in the material mode of passion. Thus, they sometimes describe five kinds of gods that are worshipable, but because they think that the actual truth is impersonal Brahman, they dispose of all worshipable objects at the ultimate end. In conclusion, the different qualities of the modes of material modes of nature can be purified through association with persons who are of transcendental nature. Text 5 and 6 Ashastravihitam gotram tapyante ye tapo janach Dambahankara samyuktach Kamaraga balanvitach Karshayantach sharirastham Bhutagrama machetasaha Mamchayvantach sharirastham Tanvidhya sura nishchayan Those who undergo severe austerities and penances not recommended in the scriptures performing them out of pride and egoism who are impelled by lust and attachment who are foolish and who torture the material elements of the body as well as the super soul dwelling within are to be known as demons hmm. poor part there are persons who manufacture modes of austerity and penance which are not mentioned in the scriptural injunctions. For instance, fasting for some ulterior purpose such as to promote a purely political end is not mentioned in the scriptural directions. The scriptures recommend fasting for spiritual advancement, not for some political end or social purpose. Persons who take to such austerities are, according to Bhagavad Gita, certainly demoniac. Their acts are against the scriptural injunctions and are not beneficial for the people in general. Actually, they act out of pride, false ego, lust and attachment for material enjoyment. By such activities, not only is the combination of material elements of which the body is constructed, disturbed, but also the Supreme Personality of Godhead Himself living within the body. 
such unauthorized fasting or austerities for some political end are certainly very disturbing to others. They're not mentioned in the Vedic literature. A demoniac person may think that he can force his enemy or other parties to comply with his desire by this method, but sometimes one dies by such fasting. These acts are not approved by the Supreme Personality of Godhead, and he says that those who engage in them are demons. Such demonstrations are insults to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, because they are enacted in disobedience to the Vedic scriptural injunctions. The word Achetasaha is significant in this connection. Persons of normal mental condition must obey the scriptural injunctions. Those who are not in such a position neglect and disobey the scriptures and manufacture their own way of austerities and penances. One should always remember the ultimate end of the demoniac people, as described in the previous chapter. The Lord forces them to take birth in the wombs of demoniac persons. Consequently, they will live by demoniac principles life after life, without knowing their relationship with the Supreme Personality of Godhead. If, however, such persons are fortunate enough to be guided by a spiritual master who can direct them to the path of Vedic wisdom, they can get out of this entanglement and ultimately achieve the supreme goal. Actually, this particular topic about taking up austerities and penances which were not described in the Shastras, it's not just... like I can say that um, I was discussing with um, some seniors some time ago, a couple of months ago, that um, even I, in my... Uh, spiritual life there was a point where I was thinking that you know you're going through something and I was taking it as an austerity even though it was harming for me um, you can say psychologically or you know even physically and but I considered it to be austerity in Krishna consciousness and this is but uh, Later, it just led to me getting sick. <laughs> and uh, I had to dedicate some time to recuperate. And um, we we're discussing the fact that, you know, sometimes you face some certain situations in which you have to act um, according to even common sense. According to Shastra, according to Dharma, but if we concoct our own idea of how, like, what is patience and tolerance, like, considering, like, our topic was that I was considering that, you know, devotees should be patient and tolerant, right? Tarora more tolerant than a tree. 
So if somebody is disturbing me or is being um, harsh, mean, behaves rudely towards me, I should uh, continue giving them opportunity to do so. And that is my austerity and this is what I have to go through. And uh, it was very um, a foolish thing to do actually. And uh, later on we were discussing this verse that, uh, and this is exactly what what is mentioned in the purport, right? That it's foolish. And you torture the material elements of the body and the super soul within, not to speak of your own self. So, it's demoniac. And we've been doing that since time immemorial, that's why we don't even realize. So it's a gradual process where you identify these traits in yourself and you try to eliminate them by good association, by proper association, where Vaishnavas will tell you that actually this is not normal. You don't have, like, you know, just like you read Prabhupada's books, you're supposed to be happy in Krishna consciousness, you're supposed to associate with like-minded devotees who with whom you will feel that connection and uh, you know there are people that uh, you just naturally need to maybe avoid <laughs> in order to um, protect yourself sometimes it doesn't mean that they come to you with a hammer and <laughs> like bang you on the head but uh, there are different situations in life where you have to be uh, intelligent and understand your material that this body is made of material elements which are of a certain nature and you know it's it's a big topic topic actually because sometimes we feel that we feel or we want to become transcendental immediately but then we end up you know damaging our own selves or torturing our own selves or breaking ourselves into pieces trying to fit into something that we're not meant to but uh, it's not this is not our process you know self-torture is not our process we're supposed to acknowledge uh, we're supposed to be aware we're supposed to be conscious what we're going through and then we're supposed to intelligently apply ourselves in devotional service without such uncalled, unnecessary so-called austerities that are that nobody needs especially Krishna doesn't need because he may actually be disturbed within our hearts he may be disturbed by all of these so-called austerities <laughs> yeah a big topic. Jai. So we shall continue tomorrow. Oh, with the different kinds of food. That would be nice. Okay. Thank you so much for tuning in today. The book links, previous episodes, timeline, and biography of the author can be found on shravanamdiaries.com. The link is in the description, and we shall see you tomorrow. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Hare.
राम